Um, I'm just in your average marble. marble. I don't even know the name of it. Average, I'm just average your average. Like, I like that marble stuff that comes out. <laughs> you know? I like the ironing man. And the ironing man. Oh, my God. Can we just take a moment of silence, though? Oh, Stan Lee just passed away. Stan Lee yeah. just passed away. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes, that made me that sad. That was really sad. The dude was like 98 He's years so old, though. Old. Like, I don't think and I've seen this. So his... Going his, strong. His cameo... What? I've seen X-Men, like, maybe one or two of them. That's... His cameo in the Infinity Doors sing- sequel has already been filmed. Mm. Oh. So he will be showing up well, one more time. That's always, one like, more crazy when that kind of stuff a happens. human, and then they're going to make him out of CGI. Duh. All right. We got some chateaus. Salt Michel. Rosé. Rosé for November. Because you know what you drink in November? Rosé with a screw top. It's local. It's local. It's local, y'all. Okay. Put her up there. Ooh, and when you mix the rosé with a little leftover red, it just makes it a little (coughs) poppier. It's right. Do you want some more? I kind of didn't give you very much. You know me. Earlier, I think when I poured you your first glass, you're like, how am I going to drink all of this? Oh, yeah, and then, look, it's gone. (laughs) Hey, guess what? (laughs) It happened. It happened. (laughs) Cheers, me. Cheers. Chelsea. Hey, Kristen. What's up? I really like the bun on your head right now. It's it's magical. I used to do this thing um, where I could put a put a big bun on my head like this, and then I would take the centerpiece. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, right now. it kind of looks and like it a bow. looks like a bow. It yeah. kind of already does look like a bow. And you don't I can need to perfect do that. it, make it no, like, like a little it. bit better. But I don't. I have such thin hair. I try to make it look. Voluptuous like yours. I wish that I had thin hair. Grass is always greener, Mm. they say. They say. Speaking Um, of grass, tell me about your front yard right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most excellent segue. That was good. I pulled up and I immediately, like immediately, got out of my car and took a picture of your front (laughs) yard because I was like, oh, this is going on the My Neighbor Sue Instagram page. Yeah, Yeah. we got some content for you, Ben. Um, Okay, so... What happened was our neighbor across the street, who I love, and they're the newest, one of the newest ones to the, to Le Sac is what we call it. Cause That's weird. The cul-de-sac. Got it. I get it, Le but sac. it's still weird. I don't think it's weird at all. Okay. I think it's perfectly normal. All right. So they moved in. They're great people. She is a, like a huge Christmas person. And let's just note the date is November 14th. Yes. She hired a company to come. She's super pregnant. Like, so tired all the time. And she's like, I'm just not going to do my lights. Her husband works a super long right. hour job. They and hired so it out. Is they hired it out. And I was, like, so jelly. But I'm not going to drop that much coin on Jeez, Christmas no. lights. Just because right now, they, it's just, I can't do that. And I'm not, like, all power to her for doing that. So she did it. And I've just, like, every night she turns them on. And I'm like, <laughs> I love her house. I know. Like, I think she did it, like, two weeks ago. And it's been on, and but I don't care. And she was like super worried that she's like, "Is it dumb?" I'm like, "Do it. I love it. I get to look at it, so I'm happy. Just do it." I don't mean any offense to your neighbor by any means, but when I pulled up into Lasac, 
today, the yeah. first thing I saw was your yard. Well, <laughs> like, so, so I don't know why your neighbor is going on because I was very distracted by the giant. Hers looks super classy and wonderful. And yours. <laughs> well, we're getting there. <laughs> so last night I went out with a couple girlfriends to see a hilarious comedy show. And while I was gone, Luke took the boys to Lowe's. And he stocked up, because he knows Christmas is my favorite time of year. Aww. He stocked up on tons of crap. And, like, if it were my choice, I'd be like, all white lights, like, make it, right. you know, whatever, because I'm a simpleton like that. And he got red and green and white and some crazy beams that are, like, <laughs> on my wall. There's Well, he said, he's like, we had these in the basement, which I never purchased. I don't know where they came from. Weird. Probably from the Christmas light fairy. Mm-hmm. And then he bought, because we saw the movie The Grinch the other day with the kids that Dylan, Dylan didn't have school. And he bought an inflatable Grinch. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. And I think that inflatable lawn things are so tacky and oh, awful. Oh, they're awful. They're so awful. But I don't know. Like, I got, I pulled in last night. And you just started with my girlfriend. laughing. I couldn't even move or speak or get out of the car because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> there were like tears streaming oh. down my face. And I walked in and he just looks at me and I go, what did you do? I love it so <laughs> <Right>. much. <laughs> and he is, oh my gosh. I'm like, all we need is a little bit of music with some speakers oh out there God, to make it yes. like that much tackier and wonderful. I know. And so, you don't realize how much you can love like tacky, uh, amazing things like until the wreath, they're there. The wreath is so fun. Yeah, we need to post that picture. Yeah, on our and we can probably post it to the episode notes. I'm sure. Uh, or something. Yeah, something like we can do things. I don't yeah. know. We'll post things on the can website. happen. Anyway, it's hilarious and I love it so 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 much. You should. And it's fantastic. And now my other neighbors, Sue and my other who Lauren, who we interviewed, um, are like. Ugh, no, I want, they're like, we want to have a who can be tackiest now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because Anna's are so pretty. Yeah. And mine are so. Oh, you're just going to ruin it. Like, she's going to be, it's going to be so classy oh, and beautiful and you've just like. I hollered at her today. I go, you, I get to look at yours, but you yeah, have to look, look at mine. Because <laughs> we face each other. It's so funny. Anyway. Oh my god, I love it so much. It makes me so happy. I'm so excited to like live in a neighborhood now where. There's going to be Christmas yeah, lights. Yeah, I wonder if people in your head <gasps> decorate. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. It's pretty easy to do that. Yesterday or two days ago, somebody was out in their uh, yard, um, like, trimming their bushes. Oh, love it. <laughs> it's so, so domesticated. Like, I know. When did this happen in my life? She I don't know. Move. Yeah, we talked about it. You I did. My husband and I bought a house. And um, it's in a lovely mobile home community, and we're just like <laughs> I love it. so in love with it. And um, we've repainted on the inside, and we put down some new carpet, and I don't know. It's we just to, like, it's like our first home. We'll have to do a podcast episode there. We actually should because Let's do it. The other day, I was walking through the living room, and I was like, "It is so quiet." Oh, it's so quiet. That'd be fun. So I actually thought, like, maybe we could podcast here someday. Let's podcast it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the marble movies and then do a podcast. (laughs) Podcast it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I think we should. I love it. And now I'm all like, oh my god, there's like kids waiting for the school bus. They're like so precious. See, now your body's going to be like, I need children. Oh, yeah. You're We're thinking about like, it, working on it, your thinking about it. Your uterus will start sweating. sweating. 
if you listen very closely, it's going to say, Give me children. Implant one in me. And Give me. it to me. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, God. Is my uterus going to eat the children? I mean, it's... Kind of. <laughs> Speaking of children at the bus stop, though, I got mm. honked at by a bus because I um, accidentally passed it when I wasn't supposed to. I didn't know. Was the red light flashing? It wasn't in Bellevue. Okay. Because Ooh. Bellevue just put in a new stop cameras. Uh-huh. So there are, new, there are cameras on the stop signs now. So, like, they'll if, catch you. On if you the bus. Viol- if you violate it, it's like a 400 plus. <gasps> I'm, listen, listen, oh. <laughs> listen. You hate I'm children. so sorry. You want to kill them. No, 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 no. no. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you couldn't do it. And she was still practically in motion stopping the bus. And I passed on this side. So, okay, so we're doing this. Was there a lane in between you or was it just two lanes? No, it was just two lanes. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know, and I'm okay. sorry. Now, you know. now I know, and I'm never gonna let it and happen no one again. Got and the next time I see that bus driver lady, I'm gonna be so embarrassed, and I hope she doesn't remember my face because she's gonna glare cookies. at me. Yeah, but then I have to guess at the time that I'll see her. Oh, that's true. Well, I could and tell then you. I have to like roll what? Ask her to roll down her bus window so I can give her some cookies that she's gonna like throw away because she probably thinks there's drugs Poison. in them. Yeah. <laughs> only people. Who would try to hit children getting on the bus? Would, would give out drug cookies. Drug cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Hmm. Anyway, that's life in my neighborhood. Speaking of, <laughs> there's literally no segue I can think of. I know. What are we talking about today? Yes, to where we need to be. Well, okay, so we're going to read an interesting, are you going to read it or are we just going to gloss over it? Because I actually haven't read it. So, um, here, interesting thing. So, I'll give us some backstory here. Um. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, there is a podcast called The Great Love Debate. Ooh. And we talk about podcasts that we listen to a lot on yeah. our podcast. Right. Um, this is called The Great Love Debate, and it is a, um, it does a tour. It's like a touring podcast, and they talk about love, sex, dating, relationships. Um, I actually don't have, like, the report that oh, came okay. out, so I still am a little unclear as to, like, what this research was. Okay. But according to this podcast and the host of this podcast, they have done a survey or some kind of um, review every year, and they have rated the worst cities in America for finding love. And Ugh. this year, Seattle got number one for oh, worst man. city in America. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> We're number one. Oh, that's sad. That makes me really sad. So I heard it and immediately texted you guys and was like, holy shit, y'all, this just got announced. And it was like, you know, it's it's nothing like official. But I thought that it was a really interesting thing for us to talk about and look at. And then that made me start thinking, too, about, I don't know, finding love in difficult situations. Right now, I don't want to talk about politics, but right now... We do seem very divided. There's a lot going on. Political affiliation has kind of become one of those questions that's like... identity. It's your identity. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I hate that. I hate it so much. I know. I do too. We don't need to get into all of that. But I thought it'd be a lot of fun to talk about some of the things in this article that I do have because though this article was put out by... um, a local news station. So it's a kind of like a review of the review. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then we're going to talk a little bit about, I don't know, things that we have, things that make building and keeping relationships alive difficult. And yeah. sometimes that means 
politics. Sometimes that means religion. It means background. It means are you a cat person or a dog person? Mm. I mean, this is serious That's shit. That's big. Yeah. Well, and it's actually super applicable to my lovely neighbor, Sue, mm-hmm. because she's now live on Match, you guys. I am oh. not officially... Hey, Oh, so, hell you know, yeah. we're going through all of these, like, okay. what's important in your profile, yeah. you know, so we can chat with her about that in another time, I think, but um, you, I was going to suggest, we were talking about podcasts that we listen to also, mm-hmm. and one that I have found, I think I sent it to you guys, um, that I'm really, really into right now, because I am struggling so much with the political thing within either like, good relationship, like, friendships or family, and it's called I Love You But I Hate Your Politics. Okay. And it's so refreshing. What is it, interview-based or... It's interview-based, and the woman who is the host is um, a doctor of, I believe, psychology, and please, no one quote me. I know, Ben. So am I. You guys are Uh, Paging Dr. Ben. (laughs) Dr. Mast. Um, She is so great. She wrote a book. I think of the same name. I love you, but I hate your politics. Please no one, like, rip me to shreds for saying this and being incorrect. Um, But she interviews people, whether it's best friends, couples, um, family members, whatever, Mm -hmm. who have opposing political views, and um, talks with how they can, like, overcome them and how despite... And, like, even just, like, the social pressures, because I found that even with politics... It's, you can argue with someone, but then there's, like, you have to, you feel like there's other forces around you that make you want to, like, either cover for them Mm -hmm. and or, like, hide your own Mm -hmm. beliefs. So it's really interesting. It's a great podcast, and it's very healing, I think, for, to listen to and go, wow, I don't have to engage with someone if it's, like, a toxic thing. Right. But I also don't have to... You know, like, I can just remove that side of things mm-hmm. um, if it's not toxic, of course, and just continue being their friend or their cousin or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Finding balance in that is so, oh. so difficult. Well, and especially, like you're saying, if you're already in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship with someone, and you're already in that, and now we're going through these times. Right. Imagine trying to date right now and... Being like, well, I have to eliminate that party because of how I feel. Right. That's, think of already the criteria you're trying to meet up with at this point. Right. And now you have to add that to, and that's eliminating probably really wonderful people that just have different viewpoints and for likely very good reasons. And Mm -hmm. so are yours. So it's really hard. Yeah. And as you're saying this, I am literally thinking... Yeah, okay, yeah, but if I was out in the dating world, I, you know, guaranteed I wouldn't be dating, like, this person that had this belief. So, like, even as you're saying it, and I'm like, oh, we should all love each other and, like, be more open and accepting, I am very clearly in my head, like, yeah, but not I know, but so what's, and that's why I like that podcast, because they have people that, at first, you're like, oh my gosh, how are they even with them? And then you're, like, listening to their explanation, you're going, well... And it's not that anyone means any harm by their point of view, but it's just a different perspective. Mm. And nobody, like, so many of us can easily judge that right now. And it's, you just, we, in order to, like, love people, Mm -hmm. you can't. You really can't. 
you have to accept them for what they believe yeah. and know that their heart is in the right spot. Yeah. If it's not in the right spot, then go ahead and dump them like a garbage bag. <laughs> Please. A toxic garbage bag. Just a bag of shit. Well, I think that that's dump a them. difficult point. Like, when you have reached the point of, I can't, that level of toxicity and I have to cut you out, like, is gone far. It's gone very far. Because I really, 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 really try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that we all should. And I do think that it's okay to finally say, actually, at church last week, we had this conversation and I was totally listening and paying attention, but I couldn't really (laughs) tell you, like, the final moral of the story. But I know we talked a lot about being being able to disagree without being disagreeable. Right. And that's huge. And then actually, and then finding ways to confront, which I am terrible at, Ugh. but face-to-face conversations with right. people, understanding and listening to people. And then after, after, after all of these attempts, right. then, you know, when is it okay to say like, okay, this just isn't going to work isn't, out. This isn't, this is, right. I can be around this person without causing conflict. Right. Um, but it's literally just a, you know, a mutual or I was trying to pour that really Sounds quietly. Like someone just <sighs> <laughs> I know. I wasn't peeing in the corner. If you would just do it obviously, I know. then it I wouldn't tried. sound like you were trying to pee and not distract me. And I wasn't peeing Thank on what you, you were so saying. Thank you so much for taking us out of that serious moment with some levity. It's getting to be a real bummer. <laughs> you were getting to be a real just Debbie kidding. Downer, Kristen. <laughs> yeah, stop being so Also, I was getting wonderful. pretty off topic, but... Yeah. I think no, that it's okay. so applicable. And when we're, like, talking about it in church and trying to tell each other, like, yeah, things are really kind of fucking fucked up right now. And how the way that people are acting yeah. does not even necessarily, oh, God, it's not a judgment of them, but it is. And no, anyway, but it's we're so not getting hard. Into this. I know, I know. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to read my article. Read the article. Well, okay. I want to know. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't have to read the whole article. No, it's super short. And, oh, and oh, no, oh, oh. I'm not going to read it. But uh, I want to know. Give you the highlights. So, what are they saying? Like, what about Seattle? Because I have a, a hypothesis based mm-hmm. on like past conversations and stuff that. Come, but I'm curious what they say in the article. Awesome. Um, then that's excellent because they don't say a whole lot in the article. That's oh. the that's the that's problem. Stupid. Um. <laughs> what, how poorly written is that? Well, I told you, it's a, it's like statistics. a, it's like an, well, I know, and that's what I wanted too. Maybe we have to actually listen to the actual podcast, do which I didn't do. research something? Yeah. This I tried. This is like the least researched podcast. Sounds like work. I looked on the like internet. so much stuff other to do all I day, looked, like bun buns See, I went to their website. Okay. It wasn't printed out clearly for me, so I stopped. Oh, all right, uh. fine. So here is, this is an article um, by, K- what? Oh Sorry. my God. Interrupter. Yep. That was an interrupter. Market, market. <laughs> I had an idea. That so. could be a real facts of Ben. Is that what we call it? No. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, why is Seattle ranked that way? Yeah. Find us a legit reason. I want to, I want us to And I want to hear your theory, okay, your yeah. hypothesis. Okay, but let me just run, yeah, over, run through this super fast because yeah, yeah, I, gar- yeah. I guarantee you there's not a whole lot of like content here. Yeah, yeah, no. I, um, yeah, it's okay, so. It's double spaced. Title, title, title. Seattle. Could it be true that Seattle is the worst city in America to find true love? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Oh, and just to give credit, this is from KOMONews.com. Come on. What? Okay. 
Nothing. Como. K O M O. Donde? Wait, are you laughing that their name is Como or that I said K O M O? You said K O M O. Oh, because it's known as Como. It's Como. Oh. Como four. Shit, I'm not from around here. I know. Here. Welcome. Welcome to Seattle. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, this says, uh, that's the conclusion of a national touring series, uh, what I told you, the great love debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were trying to answer this question of why is everyone still single? Okay. Um, I hope that I'm allowed to do this on an audio recording. If I'm not, please don't sue me. But I'm going to read this straight from what it says. Um Brian Howie, the podcast host, says the great love debate considered the options and demographic data from more than 92,000 singles who have attended the tour shows over the last five years. So the data is the data is coming from people who have attended the live podcast. um, That doesn't uh, sound peer reviewed. Uh, definitely not peer-reviewed. Oh, my God. I should have said from the very beginning, like, this is not a, like, journal of medicine article. This is bullshit. But I think that it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, To see, like, what, you know, what people think. So, uh... Uh, towards sing- 92,000 singles who have attended the, short- the tour shows over the last five years, along with thousands more who listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, and all of that went into naming Seattle as the worst place to find love in America. The show's creators say this has been a challenging year for dating, for the dating dynamic. Um, this is a podcast that actually talks about all elements of relationships, uh, love, sex, dating, yada, yada, yada. Um, so they're kind of always talking about this topic. But they say this has been a challenging year for the dating dynamic between men and women around the country. But Seattle stood out as being the worst of 10 cities where the challenge was greatest. And that's, like, really it. it. So From what I've found. From that. There is the um, one thing I want to add, which is um, the host of The Great Love Debate, Brian Howie, said... <laughs> of all the places where the disconnect grew wider this year, Seattle's grew the widest, leaving a gloomy puddle of aggravated women, socially awkward men, and rainwater. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they, there are Spawn. the next nine cities that okay. fell uh, numbers uh, nine through... Two. Yeah, nine through... Or, yeah. Yep. Ten through two. Ten through two. Ten through yeah. two. Thank you. Well, I, who, that didn't make who's number sense. two? Uh, number two is San Jose, California. Interesting. Who's number three? Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Number four, Portland, Oregon. And the, then there's these little quotes with all of them. So oh. this one cracked me up. Portland, Oregon. Trying to be the center of the beard and beer universe is never a good way to show you actually care about dating. Depends on who you're trying to date. Depends on who you're trying to date, says Ben. Nice. Number oh five gosh, is so um, number five is Denver, and that was actually really? 2017's worst city for finding love. So really? way to go, Denver! Oh, my old hometown. Bummer. Followed by Philadelphia, Dallas, my hometown, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, New York, and L.A. Okay, so literally just like all the big, big cities. Yeah. I know they're big cities. So you were saying. Um, According to the Denver Post, uh, these this study, the survey that the guy did. I like that you put study in quotes. <laughs> cool. It's very non-peer-reviewed true. Non-peer-reviewed study. Non-peer-reviewed study. The, Thanks, this, this guy surveyed um, members of the audience on four domains, four factors. Enthusiasm about dating, opportunities for dating, frequency of dates, and dates turning into relationships. Interesting. And those were the four factors I that could, I analyzed. need to like write that down. Okay, tell me the facts again. Tell me the four again. <clears throat> 
Enthusiasm about dating, yes, right? Okay. Opportunities, opportunities for dating. For dating. Okay. I'm just frequency of dates. Frequency. I want to know what oppor- more about opportunities. Well, like dating. I have this is part of my theory, okay? Okay, okay. Date, Continue. Dates turning into relationships. Dates yielding um okay. San Jose makes sense I in my theory for why this is Seattle's number 1. Okay. I think it's because of our our tech industries. Okay. Because first of all, people are so overworked and tired all the time right. from being at work that they're probably not that enthusiastic about, about dating. dating. Right. They have little opportunity unless it's a work romance. It's like they want to do it, but right. when's where's the time right. and yeah. Frequency goes along with that, and then dates turning into relationships. Well, if you're if you're working One, for a crazy, yeah. demanding job, then likely your relationship will suffer, will suffer if you're placing that higher than. Yeah. So I'm curious, just because we have so much tech here, mm-hmm. and those are the craziest, like as far as like res- you know, work responsibility, mm-hmm. demanding jobs mm-hmm. that I, you know. I'm, I was curious if that's why Seattle. And then San I'm, Jose yeah. would make sense as well. I don't think Phoenix has a ton. I know they have big corporations, but maybe that. And then also, and then I think w- the weather plays into it. Wow. Portland's up there. And people are, you know, they, there's a thing called the Seattle Chill. Have you guys heard about freeze. this? Or the freeze? The Seattle Freeze, yeah. Freeze Chill. That makes it sound way cooler so, than it actually is. so chill. The Seattle Freeze is real? And it'll kind of hurt you, and it'll make you cry when you move here. I'm curious, because I moved here. I have experienced it. You haven't? No. See, I moved here back in 2004, and I definitely did not. um, I I haven't experienced it either, but I also came here for school. Um, I wouldn't say that I cried when we moved here, but that was an exaggeration. Um, But I believe that it is a real thing. The people in Seattle are wonderfully nice, and we've made... A ton of friends. Some pretty cool ones. But here's Some cooler than others. Uh, yeah, uh, most of them are in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fifty percent of the friends that I've made here are in this room. <laughs> true. True. Um, but you know, I started thinking too. Like, what's the difference between the Seattle freeze and just moving to a big city? Right. So the last town that my husband and I lived in, I know I've, I've talked about before, Midland, Texas. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, hey y'all. Um, I was not, I was not born and raised in Midland. I was born in Dallas, and so like I kind of grew up in a big city, in a suburb, big city setting. Right. But I moved to Seattle from a bigish small town, and like. I mean, of course, like, I had just gotten married, so it was like, I'm spending all of my time with my husband anyway. Right. We're in a new city that's very large. People are really spread out. So, like, what's the difference between the Seattle Freeze and, like, because the Seattle Freeze is supposed to be this thing where people are very nice, Mm -hmm. and you make friends, and you exchange phone numbers, but, like, you never hear from anyone. Oh. And, like, you don't get invited to people's houses, like... And I think some of it even has to do with the weather. Once the winter comes, people don't get out and do stuff. But, like... I think I misunderstood what the Seattle Freeze was. Oh. That's just good to know. Did I do it right? What if I was wrong? No, I think Will you look up the I think Webster Dictionary definition of the Seattle Freeze? <laughs> oh, I think that you're probably absolutely right. 
Um, the idea behind the term is that newcomers to the city often experience difficulty making friends and maintaining relationships because of a general lack of interest from others. Oh, a general lack of interest from others. Lack of enthusiasm. Lack Particularly of enthusiasm. for transplants from other cities. But here's the thing, though, about Seattle. Everyone that we've met is, is not from, from another here. city. Yeah, so... Except for my husband. Um, yeah. Bone and uh, Who I find to be quite nice. He's very nice. And he calls us and invites us to his house, so and I don't know. my house full of Christmas crap. The moral of the story is I don't know shit about the yeah. Seattle freeze. Um, no, but, okay, so that's just, I mean, I think it probably plays into why it's such a hard city to find love. Mm-hmm. And because, also, we value in this city, like, pets oh. and what? I'm what? just perusing the Wikipedia page on the Seattle freeze. Oh. Mm. Um... An act, uh, a peer-reviewed study published in the Perspectives on Psychological Science in 2008 found that among all 50 states, Washington residents ranked 48th in the personality, tra- personality trait extroverted. So that means 48th out of 50. Like right. Almost what was lowest. 49th? Alaska. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I it was really? Alaska. Uh-huh. Interesting. And this is funny, too, because... In episode one, I talked about being an introvert mm-hmm. and extroversion versus introversion. Mm-hmm. And um, I told my husband when we were going to move here, we were talking about the Seattle freeze. And we were talking about, like, people not making, like, eye contact. I don't know. Just, like, walking yeah. da- walking down the street and, like, not, like, being friendly immediately, not making eye contact. And I was like, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <gasps> yeah. I want to be to myself and... and you should yeah. well then, right? Yeah. There are exactly. a couple other things that are mentioned in here. Uh, Seattle was also ranked... Or Seattle was ranked 40, 48th out of 50 similarly sized cities in activities such as talking with neighbors frequently. Um, as in we don't do that. Correct. Oh. This uh, podcast is like breaking down barriers. We, <laughs> breaking it down. <laughs> We are so rare. We're yeah. like a gem, a oh treasure. My God, we're a fucking diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. It's in been the speculated rough. that the in origin the of the phenomenon could in stem the from the reserved personalities of the city's early Nordic and Asian immigrants. Right. Um, other reasons may include the emotional effects of the climate, such as seasonal right. affective disorder. Sad. Yeah. Or the region's history of independent-minded pioneers. Okay, okay, okay. I have a thought. Are we Number just going to no. over that Aladdin reference? I just want to make sure. No, I was just ho- I was just wondering if anybody got I it. I got it. Thank I was you. I was excited about it. Okay, go ahead. And um, was, was, was no, I excellent. So here's my question on your research. Yes. Forty eighth is what Seattle got rated a lot. So who was forty nine and fifty, and why <laughs> were they, why were they not the number one city on this list? Well, is what I want to. I'm going to guess Portland's up there. We're always coupled. With I think Portland. you got to go farther north. I'm, I'm I think looking, you got to go I'm Alaska. For the primary source. Anchorage. It's oh. fucking like darkness. Oh. Six months out of the year. You don't even, you can't see the person Talk about you're dating. Like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine, that. like, being the, I was, I've only been to Alaska once and it was in the summertime and it's like 11 30 p.m. and I'm like, it's so bright out. Like, yeah. it's so weird. And then the rest of the, you know, half the year it's, crazy light out yeah the other half it's so dark i feel like you have to have two houses you have to have your house that you're is very dark or sunlight ready with your blackout curtains oh, yeah and totally because then you gotta every six months take that down put yes. up your sunlights and then you have to have a house that's like you like pipe in as much 
UV lamps mm-hmm. as exactly. possible. It's like a just a giant tanning bed. We should go there. New business plan. Oh. Let's create dual houses in Alaska. <laughs> We'd be like, they'd be like... I'm working on a patent for that idea right now, so if you're listening and you try it. to go do that, sorry, yeah, it's already sorry, taken. Sorry, we're doing it. We've already done idea. it. Ben, get on it. Um, <laughs> having a history of depression and anxiety, Ooh. I never thought Yay. that Seattle would be... Like, I always... I, I specifically remember growing up and being like, I'm never moving to Seattle because I'd heard like Everyone's suicide sad. rates yeah. and stuff like that because the weather is so gloomy. And um, yeah, but <laughs> here I am. I still good. I have a happy light. You do? Yeah. Oh, I love those. Those are so cool. No, oh my God. Okay. And you know who had to use it more times this year? Your dog, Maggie. <laughs> Nonsense. She's the happiest thing on the planet. <laughs> Besides my dog. They're both happy together. They're very happy together. Yes. Um, when uh, winter came last year, yeah. I got a call from Alex at work, and he was like, I'm not feeling too great. Oh. And um, he was like, I'm just really sad. And, like, he oh. struggles with anxiety, yeah. too. So we both kind of do. And he was like, I think I need to go get some uh, vitamin D, D pills. Yeah. Or and I was like, Yeah, pills. you should go. Yeah, go run down to Bartels and get um, uh, some vitamin D and vitamins and stuff. And I'd gotten this happy light because we were all prepared. Mm-hmm. Like we were all prepared to move to Your Seattle. Seattle bag. And I was like, I've got my therapist yeah. lined up. I've got um, <laughs> my happy light. Yep. Um, I know uh, the warning signs. Um, you know, because I've dealt with depression my entire life. So I'm like, so we move out here and like, I'm fine. I mean, I, I had a very, I like, that's incorrect. I had a very, very rough period of panic attacks when we first moved. But I think that was onset of moving, getting married, going on a lot of things. A lot of other factors. Right. So winter comes. And Alex calls me and he's like, I'm not feeling too well. I feel really depressed. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I get it. Uh, it's because you don't know what depression, like, when you live with it, yeah. 80, 90% of the time, it this doesn't affect you because that's your everyday. Right. And so here's this happy-go-lucky guy that's like, oh, my God, the weather's really getting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And... He's like, I need vitamin D and I need this happy light thing because it's this is new to him. Yeah. Me, I'm just like, oh, welcome to my welcome to my life. How does the I'm curious because I I don't think I don't struggle with depression um or necessarily anxiety by like that I can tell at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean I think I have ang- like ang- anxious thoughts. Sure. Being especially being a Absolutely. mom or whatever. Yeah. Um but I'm curious, how does the lamp work? Like I mean I know how it works. How does it, does it work for you? Um, well, and it's, I couldn't necessarily tell you because I haven't had to use it as much as I thought oh. I did. But essentially what it does is expose you to a, some, a sunlight, yeah. a, a light closer to sunlight than your regular light. Right. Um, I'm just curious how, like, do people, does it elevate your mood? Like, I'm curious if people feel a, a difference. tangible difference. I think so. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I go to a therapist, and the therapist was like, and it's kind of funny, the the rules of it. Like, you have to sit within a certain 
distance of it, and you should really do it, like, 30 minutes a day. Is it, like, the same light bulbs as a tanning bed? I don't think so. Oh. Mm-mm. I'm curious about that. My, uh, my bio basis is a little rusty, so I can't tell you exactly, like, Your the what? biological basis of behavior, like, neuroanatomy, neurology stuff. Um, okay, so, anytime you start so, saying things like that, you <laughs> should just say, like, I'm putting on my doctor hat now. I think you need to preface that so we're not just staring at you blankly. Sorry, so I can't give you, a, I can't give you like, the nitty-gritty of, like, the effects that it has. Um, all I do remember is reading a study that showed uh, its effectiveness for people with bipolar um, oh. and that it can bring people with bipolar out of a depressive episode but that it can actually trigger a manic episode because oh, it's like man. almost too effective. Really? Yeah. So, but you're talking about in the moment. A manic person is having is in the moment of, of a depressive episode. Not necessarily in, like while in front of the light all of a sudden they're in a manic episode. Right. But it can increase like yeah. it can hmm. lead to that. Our brains are crazy, extraordinary places. Oh my god, that is what a Captain Hook hat. That is not a doctor hat. <laughs> Every time you're going to talk smart, guy, you Where have to wear that. Where did you get that? That's a Halloween costume. It is a Halloween costume. You need a hook on your hand. That is straight up Captain Hook. Wow. So the reason why you have to wear that is, A, so we understand that you're going to sound a lot smarter than us. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> B, so that while you're talking, smart talk, I you're going to look ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't have to feel so stupid. <laughs> So then I can go, well, he may sound smart, but he looks but really he looks dumb. crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's okay, hilarious. Okay, that's, your, that's, that's your hat. Thanks. Dr. Mast. I love it. Uh-huh. Fine. Um, oh, good. Well, I really liked your hypothesis on Seattle and yeah, you te- think that tech industry. Big, and yeah. That is yeah. one of the things that's listed also oh, on the Wikipedia pages. Uh, the influx of largely young male technology workers. Yeah. Well, and not that this is not like a dig at that um, group of people, mm-hmm. but dig part away. of the population. They what? Said dig away. Dig away. But I feel like <laughs> a lot of the tech industry workers are going to have a little bit more social anxieties than perhaps like a sales worker or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And so they're probably going to deal with uh, more of these things that we're talking about—the enthusiasm, the you know ability to maintain a long distance especially yeah. you know if if they're also working in a really you know high demand volume you know amazon yeah. it, i know a lot of amazon employees and i know that this isn't 100 percent the case so i mm-hmm. i realize what i'm saying is not is, is generalist Stereotyp- is, yeah. yeah but i think tech lends itself to people that are introverted because right you know, you're, you are working so closely with computers and engineering, like you're, right. you're, um, you can work from home too. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, you, you can literally put headphones on at work Yeah, and, you know, code or whatever you're doing. Right. Yeah. So that isn't to say that all people that work at Amazon are introverted, no, absolutely not. socially awkward weirdos. No, no. But I feel like there's going to be a higher population of the like, you know, Right. Techie dudes that are like, don't, don't. I, I worked right. in a tech company at one point, and I remember any time, like, I was on, like, the extrovert floor with all of us who were in sales and or, like, biz dev or whatever, 
and then Biz dev. I would business development. I'm not going. I'm not going to that floor. Um, and then I would like I have. They have speak to, like, in abbreviations. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in tech is abbreviated, and it's maddening. Yeah. Like all the phrases that I hate come out of that industry abbreviations. are so dumb. I really hate. I actually wrote like. Remember when um, there was a oh my gosh, what was that app called? Oh crap. You oh list l i dot s t. Do you guys remember that? No. It was like a very short-lived social media app, and you could literally just write these. It was kind of like a, you could write articles, and you could you write lists. And so I wrote a list about, like, my experience working in the tech industry, and it like, went trending. Oh, my God. And I think there's probably like 3,000 so people cool. on it, so it wasn't a big deal, but I was... Yeah. Shaking in my boots. I was so excited that it was cool. it was trending. And what I listed like the abbreviations, the you know, all the stupid crap that was said during meetings. Anyway, you would I would walk from my floor to like another to like the programmer floor for something and I'd be like where is everyone? I, can't, I, I would flip the line Where's on. Where's the lights on? Oh, I'd flip the line on. they go, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh. They hated my guts. I'm fairly certain. Because I would always walk in like, what are you guys up to? What are you? Oh, can I have some It's so dark in here. You can't see anything. Click the lights on. They were like, oh, no. They all go scurrying like yeah. coaches. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yep. The, well, they hated me. Well, I also got laid off. Do you know what show I love? Disclaimer. My neighbor Sue has no like <laughs> ill wishes, no ill will toward any tech workers. Hey, I we made wish that, that perfectly we wish clear. Them all the love in the world. I, I know we really I am do. Related to and friends with pretty much like all my friends and people I'm related to work at Amazon or Microsoft or well, one other is Nintendo. Any Bauer? That's not really tech. No. Anyway, all the big places. Do you have any friends that work at Pokemon? Expedia. Because um, that's based yeah. in Bellevue. Yeah. Um, Dylan. I just got back into Pokemon, so. <laughs> Dylan, my oldest son's friend's parent works there. Cool. And they have like a gajillion Pokemon cards. And my kids went through like a very brief Pokemon phase. And I am so happy they're not in it anymore. Because I, I don't understand it. I have zero interest in it. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, now I'm going to have to start looking at this stuff so I know what they're talking mm. about. I really so want to pull out my phone and see if there's any there's, Charmanders in your basement right now. There's a new Pokemon movie coming out with Ryan Reynolds. Really? Uh, and it's like... I don't like Ryan humans. Reynolds. Humans... What? What? Whoa. Why don't you like, like Ryan Reynolds? scratch. <laughs> Please continue your story. I you just wanted to like add... You sound like Scooby-Doo. Why don't you like Ryan Reynolds? I don't, do I have to answer that, like, right now? Yes, I <laughs> want to understand this. Um, <laughs> speak. Um, Explain yourself. Because well, he dated Alanis? Do you have, like, a grudge against her? Do no, you hate her? No, I actually like, like Alanis very much. She doesn't understand what irony is? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, I didn't really like Deadpool, and I feel like that might be, like, what did it for me. Oh, man, but he and Blake Lively are so adorbs. I didn't like them. I love them. Who's that? His wife. Oh. Oh, he's like married, married? (laughs) (laughs) You people. All right. (sighs) Well, I'm pretty sure that we 
resolved all the world's, world's problems. Yep. I would, um, oh, I want to, I, I have an ATP. Yeah. And ask the people. Ask the people. What do you want to ask the people? Today, I want to ask the people, in what, in what city did you meet your significant other, your partner, your spouse, your oh. bubby, your lukey-poo, whatever you prefer <laughs> to call them, um... And did it fall in the category of any of the top ten worst places to find love? Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Or another question: um, Have you? Did you meet your significant other in Seattle? Because we are based in the Seattle area, and we're interested to know: Are you in the tech industry? Did you find the love of your life sitting from the computer across from you? Did you yeah. look across the room at each other? And Pass the bottles of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Pass the <laughs> bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Through the, 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 the haze. I love it. Whilst wearing your Zelda costume. That's right. And catching Pokemons in the office. <laughs> Did at you a, bump into each other a while... cosplay event. <laughs> while Pokemon catching on your cell phone. I swear I'm not making fun because I literally do all of these. You actually do. So, yeah. And I was talking, I'm really upset because Emerald City Comic Con tickets are, I believe, sold out. And I really want to go. Well, that what? is what a more silly different color. Um, I also actually want to know, I'm sorry, we're asking like three ATP questions. That's okay. But. We don't have other, any listeners. We can ask them whatever we want. My other ask the people question is, if you don't. Feel if you don't have a significant other, and you live in Seattle, do you feel like this is true? Is this ringing Ooh, true to you? Great question. I really want to know if this is ringing true. I'm not asking you, Ben. I will talk about this later for sure because I know you have an opinion about this. But I'm for now asking yeah. the people. Um, Excellent. You can please email us your answers at myneighborsuepodcast at gmail or you can also tweet us at my neighbor Sue or Instagram us at my neighbor Sue. Or also, and most importantly, please visit our website, myneighborsue.com. And if you have someone in your life that is a single dude in his 55 to 65 age area who is like an awesome person, mm-hmm. we want to know if he would be an eligible suitor. So please submit your pseudors to myneighborsue.com. I think that's all. Thank you, Sue, for being you. Thank, Thank you, you ben. ben. For being a knowledgeable person who makes us feel really stupid half the time, but in a great way. Yeah, but at least he wears a dumb hat. And he's making us smarter. That's right. I learn something every time I podcast in your basement. Same Z's. Chelsea, thank you for getting my Aladdin reference. Thank you for having the hair that looks like a bow and also kind of a butt crack right now. It's actually I'm going to consider that a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Good night. Good night. Oh, I see how it could be. (laughs) 